Jake Butt, former Wolverine tight end, doing a great job with the Big Ten Network. TV coverage in studio and more. Uh, he is standing by. I want to get his thoughts on the Hawkeyes and the Wolverines tomorrow. How you doing, my man? Doing good, man. Thanks for uh, having me on. Excited to talk to you. All right. From uh, last Saturday with uh, just an epic uh, battle uh, between the Buckeyes and the Wolverines, the big house as electric as I've ever seen it. I wasn't there two years ago, that game in the snow. Uh, now yeah. you get Iowa, a team that really is, is probably the worst scoring top 25 uh, Big Ten West champion right. in history. What about this matchup? Yeah, well, I mean, you said it right. I mean, this is just a, it's a tough matchup. You know, Michigan, you look, at, you look across at all the conference title games, you got Alabama and Georgia, two of the best teams in, in, in college football. You got Oregon, Washington, two of the best teams in college football. Um, you know, you can kind of go down the list and, you know, Iowa is a phenomenal football team, but the offense struggles to put up points. And, you know, most offenses struggle to put up points against this Michigan defense. So from that standpoint, it's just a challenging matchup. So, you know, you'd love to say, well, maybe, maybe we can get some points on special teams. Maybe we can get some turnovers. Well, the, the other issue Iowa's dealt with is injuries. They're without their punt returner and their best defensive player, best player overall and Cooper DeGene who would be the guy they lean on in these type of situations. So um, the room for error for Iowa tomorrow is effectively zero. They need to do everything right to avoid any mistake. And, and even that doesn't guarantee anything, right? That just guarantees them a potential chance to keep this thing close. Well, with how big it was uh, before, during, and after that Ohio State game last weekend, knowing you're walking into a 10-2 and two Iowa team as much as we want to rip their offense or injuries or whatever they've dealt with. They found a way to win and win the Big yep. Ten West and they're you know, top 18 in the college football playoff rankings. Uh, let down. Uh, you've been there three straight years, some of these guys. Uh, you're looking ahead to the college football playoff with a win. Uh, any chance for that uh, typical let down football game? Yeah, no, that's always something you got to be aware of. But the the reason teams, you know, you know, have those kind of letdowns is because of a lack of maturity, a lack of leadership, um, you know, a lack of discipline. And we have a bunch of data points at this point throughout the season to show that that's not what this Michigan team is made up of. Remember, you know, they were at, they were without Coach Harbaugh the first three games of the season. That was a chance for us to see their maturity. You know, they they were without. Coach Harbaugh for six games total this year. And for the first time in a long time, Michigan is the, the favorites to win the Big Ten at conference as a whole. So they've dealt with that, you know, with grace and, and they've held that standard all year long and proven time and time again that they are mature, that they are disciplined, that they do have great team leadership and coaching staff leadership even beyond Coach Harbaugh. So um, there, that's something to be aware of, but I, I would not be concerned if I was a Michigan fan. This team seems ready for the moment, and really, they've told us all year long, even going back to the TCU game, that their goal was to win a national title. I believe this team is good enough to compete for one, so they understand they don't have time to sleepwalk in a conference title game against a good Iowa Hawkeye football team. What tells you they're national championship ready compared to what we watched the last two college football playoffs? Well, really, in order to be, you know, unless you're Georgia, unless you're Alabama, where you're just littered and littered with five-star talent, you know, a team 
you know, other teams that are trying to break through, you kind of need the stars to align, like timing matters. You need a little bit of luck. And what I mean by that is you need veteran presence with experience, with talent, and you need it all at the same time. That's what Michigan has right now. You know, going back to the offseason, they were the team that returned the fifth most production in college football. And that was from the team that did everything that happened last year, winning the Big Ten title and going to the college football playoff. So the timing looks great for him. The other piece of it is we we know, you know, even when Michigan was struggling, you know, a, a decade ago, the defense has always been in place. So we know the defense is ready to compete and win. And, uh, you know, I felt they've had a national title defense for a few years now. The question was, is what about their offense and specifically their passing game? Well, we know Michigan can run the football, run the football and play defense. That's the formula. But what we've seen this year is J.J. McCarthy take that huge, huge step. You know, at one point he was knocking on the door being the Heisman betting favorite. His play allows them to play complementary offensive football, which allows them to play complementary team football. Really, just the assemblance of this team, it's the best it's been at Michigan in you know, over a few decades now. Yeah, this is the first Michigan team I've looked at and said there's not a weakness, a hole. Even when you can lose Zinner, which says something about the depth yeah. on the O-line, but there, if I'm an opponent, every once in a while I'll say, okay, and Ohio State was doing it. They're working the edge. It, it seems Michigan speed on the edge. Teams with a quarterback that can turn the corner, fastbacks, receivers who can, uh, you know, make a quick cut. Speed on the edge has hurt them in the past, but now this Michigan defense is so fast to the football, fastest I've ever seen from the Wolverines. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And and really, when I was calling a couple uh, Michigan games. Uh, earlier in the year, I was talking to Coach Minter, Jesse Minter, the defensive coordinator, about how they take that next step. And he mentioned that. And it's that when you say that, it's actually not always just about athleticism. You know, it's about reading your uh, reading with your eyes. It's about your film study. And it's about your ability to trigger and trust your eyes, seeing things before they actually happen and then trigger on it. And, and, Again, that's part of this is the maturity of Michigan. They have a lot of experience at all three levels. They're extremely deep, and they're so talented that guys can just trust each other to do their job and trust the guy next to you is also going to do his job. That's how you get a, a unit playing team-team defense. So, um, yeah, you're exactly right. It, it just feels like a complete team at this point. Jake, but he does a heck of a job on TV. He's like – uh, the next uh, Joe Clatt, I really think he's going to go uh, top shelf, former uh, Wolverine uh, tight end. Uh, final thought here before I let you go. Is this J.J. McCarthy's final season in Ann Arbor? It's a good question. I mean, you could certainly make the case either way, right? I mean, if, if they win a national title, um, you know, you could say, well, well, why not go out while you're out, uh, on top? You know, the other challenge here is, you know, how veteran this Michigan football team is right now, extremely veteran. They're going to have 15, 16 guys get drafted. Coach Harbaugh has said he thinks they might set the record for most guys drafted in one single draft next year. So if you're the quarterback, you have to weigh the chances to say, man, all of our talent's leaving. Now is the time for me to go to the NFL. But I will say this about J.J. He's a rare, rare person and a rare, rare athlete in the sense he loves the University of Michigan. 
He loves Coach Harbaugh. He loves the fans and the team and the culture. So for a guy like him, it's all on the table. I can see him really weighing this decision both ways. You know, even if he's a first-round pick, he's so rare that he'd be the type of guy to consider coming back even if he was projected as a first-round pick. And it could hinge on Harbaugh. Uh, I think there's going to be multiple NFL openings and also openings where, you know, if it works out, Harbaugh could end up uh, drafting JJ. That's a wait and see. I think think everyone seems focused on uh, this regular season, which is complete. Now the Big Ten championship game tomorrow against Iowa. And then get out there and try and win two games, do something you haven't done yet the last two years is just win a college football playoff game and get to the championship in Houston. Exactly. No, exactly. And that's, that, that'd be a heck of a way for him to, to, for him to go out. Um, and, and he's got that serious chance. So I don't think any of these guys are looking ahead or, um, you know, that's not where their heads are at. It seems like these guys are singularly focused on having a chance to actually compete for a national title and get that ring. I mean, it's been a long time coming since Michigan, fans or players or coaches can say that with a with a straight face and for people outside the program to say yeah you know what they really can do it speaking of michigan doing it i'm thinking you know 20 to 6 uh, 20 to 7 17 3 i think that's going to be the style game uh, we're going to see tomorrow unless michigan can just blow their socks off on offense uh, the line is minus 23 and a half michigan given that total points number is down to 34 and a half. It's, it's, it's crazy right. to try and predict what's going to happen tomorrow night. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, Penn state handled business 31, nothing earlier in the year. Right. And, and that was back when they still had, you know, Eric all that's back when they still had uh, Cooper DeGene. They, they still had some of these guys. Um, now I know Iowa's gotten better as a football team, but it's hard to predict. Um, really. I just know that, you know, Michigan has the edge in a number of different categories right now. Jake Butt, see him on the Big Ten Network. Fox, former Wolverine tight end, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee. Guess line, Jake, good stuff. Enjoy the game. Thank you.